give the Lord a hand clap. God is good. He is good, church. Just praise him for a moment. Let's just praise him for a moment. I just need a couple of seconds to feel after the Lord. Lord, you are good. Lord, you are good. Lord, we thank you for truth and we thank you for strength in the battles, Lord, and in the storm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may be seated, church family. I wasn't really sure where God was going to have me start tonight, um, but I believe it's been confirmed. And um, I don't know if I'm the only one. I'm sure I'm not. And I'm sure some of you may agree. But it feels like the battles are getting thicker. And it feels like the waters are getting higher. And it feels like we're drowning at times. And as the battles get thicker and the waves get higher, we need wisdom. We're not fighting the same battles that we were fighting before. God is taking us to a new area. And I, I didn't plan on going to this particular scripture, but it, it very much says it's in, um, you don't have to turn there because this is not what I'm going to be ministering tonight. But I did want to, uh, it's 107, and I'm going to start at verse 21, it says, Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men, and let them sacrifice the sacrifices of thanksgiving and declare the works with rejoicing. They that go down to the sea in ships that do business in great waters, the mariners, the merchants, these see the works of the Lord and his wonders in the deep. For he commandeth and raiseth the stormy wind, which lifted up the waves thereof and mount to the heaven. So in other words, that goes up, that boat is going up, that ship is going up. But then it says, which lifteth up the waves thereof. They mount up to the heaven, they go down again into the depths. The soul is melted because of trouble. They reel to and fro and stagger like drunken man and are at their wit's end, and they cry unto the Lord in their trouble and bringeth them out of their distresses. He maketh the storm calm so that the waves thereof are still. The waters are getting deeper, but his wonders are getting more wondrous, and we're able to see his works in the deep waters. We don't have to fear the deep waters for his wondrous works and the merchants and the marinators see their, the works of the Lord in the deep waters because only he can calm the sea and only he can control the winds. And we have to learn to take our hands off of the storm sometimes and allow God to take over and to strengthen us and to lift us up 
as the waters get deeper, the mockers get louder. The psalmist said in 35 and 17, he says, aha, aha. He says, my eye hath seen it. You may be seated. My eye hath seen it. As we get deeper and deeper in the storms and in the waters, the enemy is prowling around and the Pharisee and the Sadducees and the people are looking to say, I see it. I saw you. I saw you stumble. I saw your foot slip. They're looking for something to use against you. And the enemy many times has said to him, even myself, he has said, do you know who you are? And I say tonight, I said, I do know who I am. I am redeemed. I am a child of God. He uses knowledge. The enemy uses knowledge against us. He uses knowledge against us and he twists it. And I'm going to tell you who he is tonight. He's a deceiver and he's a liar. And don't you dare let your head rest tonight without pointing the finger right back and say, I know who you are. You're a deceiver and you are a liar. We're going into deep places. We are in the deep places. And it's getting thicker and the winds are getting higher. A couple of years ago, maybe seated, I was, I found myself in a storm that I could talk to nobody about. Several instances, um, please do not. Uh, take this as an opportunity. I know you won't, but my character was in no way questioned or anything of that sort, but I was falsely accused of a couple of things. The enemy was looking, and he was pointing, and I had to go through a battle, and there was nobody that I could go to to tell. I had to let the Lord work it out. And I'll give you just one. There were several things going on, but I'll just give you one example. I ended up, I'm a, I'm a teacher, for those of you who don't know, um, but I ended up in the principal's office. <laughs> and, and I liked what Bishop had said the other day. He said, he goes, he said something about there being a rat. Well, there was a rat, all right. And I ended up in that office, and there was nothing I could do to defend myself. And, I, and quite frankly, I was in shock because I do the best that I can every day when I walk into that school. I'm in a different position there now, but, but I do my best every time. And I said, how could, how could this happen to me, you know? And so I allowed time to go on. I went into my classroom, and I just cl closed the door, and I cried. And I said, there's a rat. I said, there's no way she would have known those things unless somebody would have ratted me out or somebody would have done something to twist something. So, so what ended up happening was I let time go by. The entire school year went by. And the Lord ended up revealing to me who it was. 
and I just let it go on. And so at the end of the year, I ended up in the other principal's office for my evaluation. And she said, she said, Mrs. Brown, where do you, where do you want to be next year? And I said, well, I don't know if I want to be anywhere. I said, the transition I've had here has been pretty rough. And she said, no, 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 no. She says, I have insight on that situation. She said, there's people who've been working here for 25 plus years and they don't want to change. And they don't like it when somebody else comes in here and, and starts ruffling feathers and starts getting us into a place, getting us into a place, you know, where, where we're going to be going into new areas and new avenues. And she goes, but guess what? They're also not getting the evaluations that you're about to receive right now. God took care of it all. I didn't speak one word. I didn't say one thing. And not only that, I had never taught math before and had the highest star test scores on the whole team. God worked and he showed himself forth. It's nine o'clock. And, and so you may be seated. So what I was going to tell you tonight is, is that we have to be careful and we have to use wisdom. We have to use wisdom as these situations and as these storms and these battles come up. If I would have fought that battle in that moment, if I would have challenged and stood up for myself and said exactly what needed, I was right. I was justified. But the thing was that if you look up the word um, it says, the Bible says that David behaved himself wisely before Saul. And he perceived that, that Saul was a, trying to entrap him. And if you break down that word wisely, you get into a word called prudent. And a prudent, prudency, I didn't really understand what that word meant in English. But in English, that word prudency means to look ahead to the future. And sometimes when we're in battles, we make decisions and we act and behave a certain way in the moment that affects the future. But the Bible says that David behaved himself wisely. Another part of that word wisely means circumspect is the way you say it, hence intelligent. It's, it's a twofold word. And circumspect, I believe, um, it's combined with this word intelligent. And, and intelligent has to do with having insight and intuition, a feeling that you may not be able to necessarily justify in the physical sense. And David was able to pick up on what Saul was doing. He was able to see where Saul was going and what his motives were. And as we begin to get into deeper and deeper battles, the enemy tries to provoke us by saying, aha, I see it. Why does he mock? 
Why does he mock? In Mark 15 and 29, when Jesus was going or hanging there, they came by and it says they wagged their heads at him. And they said the same word, ah. Go ahead. Are you going to rebuild the temple in three days? He says, ah, look at you now. You're hanging there. He was trying to provoke him. And if we act among being provoked and we're not steadily looking at the future of what God has in store for us, we get sidetracked and then we end up avenging ourselves. So let me tell you about that word avenge. This comes from 1 Samuel. Um, well, it's, it's the chapter that has to do with Abigail and Nabal. Okay? And it talks about how Abigail was a godly woman and how she had good understanding. And that word understanding breaks down again to the same. It's actually a different form of the word that was used wisely with David. But it derives from that word. So it still has prudency in it. It still has intelligence. It actually, it actually involves your behavior as well how you behave in a situation. So here we go. We have Nabel that basically, you know, David's trying to go relay, send some men to relay a message to Nabel, right? And Nabel tries to go ahead and basically mock David and provoke him. He says, who is this David? Who is this son of Jesse? Why do you think he was saying that? He was doing it to provoke him. Who are you? And so David rose up within himself when he heard it among the, among the shepherds. I mean, among the messengers, excuse me, among the messengers. And right away, David was ready to go and shed blood. And here Abigail was. And then Abigail delivers a message to him, and that word, he thanks Abigail. And he said, you prevent, even though Abigail's motive was probably to save her own family, the word that Abigail came at a perfect time, because then David realized, what am I doing? David knew the ways of walking wisely before the Lord. And before his enemies. But this situation provoked him. And he was about to shed blood. And here goes David. He said, I forgot exactly how he said it. But he said, blessed is your advice. Now get this. That word advice breaks down as intelligence. Blessed was your intelligence. Blessed was your message. Blessed was the word that you brought to me in that moment. It basically is very similar to that word wisdom and understanding that we saw described of Abigail earlier. So I believe God has confirmed that there are some situations that you begin to go deeper in God. 
and you begin to go deeper and as the waters begin to rise, not only in this body as a whole, but in your individual life, pray to God whether or not you are to go into battle or not. And pray for wisdom of what direction to go and how to behave and how to act and what to say and how to respond because your future depends on it. Your future depends on what's happening. I want to encourage you tonight to evaluate. This can be applied to anything. It can be applied to your marriage. It can be applied to your ministry. It can be applied to our relationships with our children, our relationships with our parents the situations that uh, about earlier who are depending on your wisdom and how you handle a situation and how I handle a situation. They're depending on that, the way we act and the way we behave and the way we respond. And I'm not saying that we don't walk in boldness because there's a time and there's a place for that. There is. And we have to be bold in this last hour. But God wants to take that and combine it with wisdom. And do not let the enemy lie to you and tell you you are not worthy enough to be used by him. The mockers will be greater. There will be more. There will be more scorners. They're there. Let them run their mouths and let them say things. But do not avenge yourself. And that's what David had said. He said, I could have shed blood and avenged myself. Meaning, I could have saved myself from that situation. But later, God ended up taking Nabal out. We don't have to put our hands on every single situation. We don't have to, and I don't know what your situation is tonight. I'm sure the situations are beyond the understanding of man. But I just want to lift our hands tonight, and I want to reach out to him, and I want God to give us direction about how to seek the Lord in the moments A battle. How do I respond, Lord? Do you want me to fight this battle, Lord? Do you want me to step into this, Lord? Show me and guide me and lead me.